Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Flexibilities Freedom Podcast, the show where we discuss passive income and lifestyle design. This is the episode for January 22. For more details, please visit my website, flexibilitiesfreedom.com, for more information on my blog posts. So for this month, January 2022, uh, was quite a busy month, starting out the year quite nicely. Uh, I moved into my new house for the first time, which was really exciting, Uh, being able to kind of live independently again after kind of two years of coming back from travel and staying with my parents. Uh, So it kind of marks a new period in my life, uh, kind of taking over this house and like I'm managing a lot of things, uh, everything from just cleaning to taking care of bills, uh, definitely feels like a very different life than uh, what I had imagined uh, pre-pandemic. But overall, I do think it's the right decision to make at this time. I think even globally, not just in Canada, uh, but we're seeing uh, sort of an unprecedented level of inflation for the last 20, 30 years. And I think there's a real risk for your average um, employee, your average pensioner, uh, that you're going to see a lot of wealth destruction during this period because your real earnings, your real level of wealth is going to decline as inflation erodes uh, the value of those earnings. And I think that um, real estate is one of the only ways that you can kind of hedge against that. So kind of serves two purposes. One is on the lifestyle side, uh, being able to live a bit more independently. uh, And two, on the financial side, I think it just makes a lot of sense to own some real estate at this point in the cycle. So moving off off of that topic, uh, January is also busy. I spent the majority of my time at work. I've been working for a digital agency called TreeFrog for a couple months now. I just recently passed the three-month mark, which was nice. Um, Overall, I think it's been a very positive experience working with clients, looking at SEO for a range of different industries, not just uh, my own website. So it has been kind of interesting to see the unique challenges that different clients have. A lot of the clients are more on the local side. So typically, from an SEO perspective, it's not a very challenging case. Uh, but there are a lot of kind of learnings that I've been able to take away from this job, uh, which is a nice bonus. Uh, Longer term, I do see myself transitioning back into either running my own business uh, or building out a couple more businesses. Uh, To me, I think longer term, uh, it makes more sense to put my productive energy into something that I'll have equity in longer term. Uh, So, you know, for for both personal and financial reasons, uh, that's kind of still my still remains my thinking. But uh, this was a this is still a great opportunity to learn, uh, to get some more experience uh, and to really uh, broaden my skill set a little bit. And, you know, it's nice that someone else is going to pay you to learn. I always kind of look at it that way as well. And finally, the last kind of thing that I was working on for this month, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get as much time to work on my own business. I would love to spend a little more time on it. It actually has been doing very well. And uh, a lot of the performance of the last couple of months has been validating my original thesis, which is the idea that um, you can build real passive income from digital media assets. Uh, They have a endurable nature. Uh, or a very durable nature rather, uh, that allows them to produce cash flow and produce traffic uh, for months, maybe even years, uh, without having to be constantly maintained. So I see digital assets like websites, um, maybe podcasts even, uh, to be of you know, of an evergreen nature. I would contrast that with say TikTok or YouTube or Instagram uh, in the sense that you need to maintain your audience by continuously posting, continuously uh, being part of the action, being part of the conversation. And I think there are some digital media assets where you don't need to do that as much uh, and still have uh, sort of be able to generate a, a meaningful level of 
revenue for yourself, a, le a level of income, I should say, not just revenue, uh, but income. So bottom line. Um, overall, I think the business is doing well. It, this last month of January came in with another pretty good month, over $1,500 of US earnings. Um, I think that um, you know it, it's been kind of churning around this rate for a while. Again, I haven't worked on it as much. Uh, the only thing that I did this past month was giving some assignments to my virtual assistant and to my content writer, uh, just kind of giving them some simple tasks, um, really just trying to keep that content engine going. Uh, I really love the um, uh, both the uh, sort of help that I've hired in the last uh, three or four months now. Uh, my content writer has been fantastic. She does a really great job. Um, you know, only requires a few minor edits before it's really ready to go on the website. Uh, and I do love the virtual assistant that I have right now as well. She's very uh, attention detailed, uh, detail oriented. You know, does a great job with the sort of analytical tasks and the data entry tasks that I give her. So really happy with that. I would contrast that to, uh, you know, earlier in my kind of journey, I was less, um, I was more hesitant to outsource things. I had a sort of some negative experiences when it came to outsourcing to agencies. Uh, I felt that the quality of the work wasn't done well. There was a lot of communication problems. Uh, and I think at some point you do have to move off of the outsourcing agencies, the VA agencies. You need to go and hire someone that's going to meet what you're looking for, that's going to work the way that you like, that you prefer. Um, and again, go through a lot of different people. I did work with uh, a different VA when I first started, and I just found that that was not the experience that I was looking for. And so by casting a wider net, um, and this is, you know, a lot of credit goes to both Facebook groups uh, for the writers that I, the writer that I found, uh, as well as the website uh, onlinejobs.ph, which was a great resource for uh, reaching out to talent in the Philippines, which is a great source uh, of talent for, for my purposes. So I think looking at the year ahead, um, I'm hoping to divert more time into my business uh, as, as kind of time becomes available from, you know, kind of working my job and, and doing some of the house renovations. Um, I do want to start another website, maybe even two. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but uh, I think I do want to start at least a couple other um, sources of revenue. Certainly the real estate revenue will help diversify my overall portfolio. So I'm not so concentrated just in digital media, uh, but within digital media, I do want to have a second, if not a third site by the end of this year. Um, my current site, it is still doing okay. It's doing well relative to the industry. I think it's an industry that's very tough right now in terms of, uh, you know, sometimes your only monetization option is Amazon. Uh, we know Amazon has a history of cutting affiliate rates. They're at a level where I think they're about fair. There's probably still some room to cut if they wanted to. And, you know, just being the kind of monolithic giant that they are, um, you know, you don't have any recourse against Amazon. But I have been able in the last years, uh, one to two years, been able to find really good private merchants that had um, very profitable programs. So I think that's going to continue to be the focus for me, continue to find a profitable partner. Sometimes you have to go through uh, five to ten different uh, merchants before you find those one to two that are really high converting, that have very good customer um, experiences. They have, you know, good average cart sizes. Um, 
people tend to check out and not return the items and so that's how that's how you actually get paid as an affiliate when people have uh, a very positive experience with the merchant you feel good about promoting them and you'll also be um, you know it'll also be a very profitable experience for you so those are some of the lessons that i've learned um so i think for this uh you know again in the health and beauty space it is competitive it is tough i am finding that um in the last couple of months the rankings for a lot of just new keywords, keywords that I was not winning in the past, have never historically won them in the past, I am now starting to win them. And that gives me a lot of um, confidence and optimism about the content strategy that I'm putting forward. Um, my writer produces most of the content herself. I simply give her a little bit of instructions and guidance. Um, you know, we're currently using Surfer SEO to do some optimization uh, for the most part, you know, it's, it's really up to the writer to choose the particular keywords, the, the variations, the phrases. But I mean, from what I can tell, we don't always hit it with every article, but, you know, maybe every second or third article goes straight up to number five to number five. Um, you know, some of them win number one, number two. So it does give me a lot of confidence. It kind of helps reinforce another thesis um, or sort of strategic thinking that I have, which is when you look at, and this is important for any niche that you look at, when you look at your competitors and you try to get a sense of what are they doing well, what are they not doing well, uh, where am I gonna stand out relative to them? And one thing that I've noticed for my niche is looking at the larger competitors, they have far more domain authority, they're far more established they've got all the great backlinks but when it comes to content it's really lacking it's really superficial uh, it's really uh, very short content content that doesn't really touch on the maybe the key issues that a user would be interested in um, and it's and it's typically an article will be filled with a lot of display ads and very little content so that was always something i thought well what if i had more content fewer ads a better user experience and again this is you know, from my perspective, it is very text heavy. It is still a, a blog post. It's still not um, maybe the most digestible format for today's audience, which prefers video, but that's probably a separate discussion. Um, so overall, I think the business is doing well. I think there's a lot of untapped opportunities and I'm hoping to discover and explore some more of them. Um, you know, as I go into my annual review, I'm hoping to push that out uh, on the website in a couple of days. Uh, taking a look at 2021 performance, which overall was still up over 2020. Uh, 2020. Uh, it was only marginally up, but uh, still kind of in the right direction. And I think 2022 will be kind of a breakout year for this website. It's been on the market, um, on Google rather. It's been on Google for almost four years now, I guess about, about three and almost four. But uh, yeah, I think it's at that maturity stage for a website where you know you should start to just accumulate backlinks very organically. Um, in the past year, I have essentially shifted off of paid guest posts, haven't really done them at all except for a couple of times in the beginning of 2021. I think the uh, go forward strategy is going to be more around producing that breadth and expansive library of content. Uh, that's going to earn natural links, um, maybe even reciprocal links in some, t in some cases, but really allow you to simply earn links from uh, a variety of sources. You're going to get some you know, really spammy backlinks and you're going to get some uh, higher quality backlinks, uh, but really shying away from the paid guest posts, which did help earlier on in my journey. 
but at this point, I don't think uh, that they're the most suitable source for that domain authority. Uh, So that's kind of it for this podcast. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next month.